If you're looking to experience more pleasure in your life and a deeper level of connection with yourself and or your intimate partners in 2023, let's work together. Hello, I'm Stacey O, maitre d' of Finger Food Podcast and Holistic Sexuality Coach. You can apply to work with me by visiting my website, www.stacyogorman.com, or by clicking the link on this podcast bio. Welcome to Finger Food. I'm your maitre d', Stacey O, and I'm here to serve you intimate conversations around sexuality and pleasure. On the menu is a selection of heart-to-hearts with people who vulnerably share their stories, insights, and perspectives. This podcast is about sex and so much more. We explore connection, letting go of judgment, and accepting ourselves exactly as we are. Let's dine. In this episode, I chat to Charlie Ann Max. Charlie is an LA-based multidisciplinary artist, model, and founder of Food, a liberating space that celebrates our most pure selves through plant-based cooking, art, nudity, and self-love. In this episode, Charlie speaks about being naked and its meaning beyond nudity, the innocence and importance of nudity outside the realms of sex and porn. We chat about all things anti-censorship on Instagram, body positivity, erotic art, the liberation that comes with people gathering together and being naked at dinner parties, going on a sex cleanse, and so much more. Please excuse my multiple fangirl moments throughout this podcast. It's great to have you here at the table. Let's get started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Welcome, Charlie. It's such a gift and an honor to have you here. I'm so excited. Yes, me too. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, yay, we finally got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so let's just dive straight into it. So first and foremost, what is your family background? Um, and yeah, where are you from? So I grew up mostly in Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee, honey. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, I was born in Phoenix and we, we moved all around. We were in California for a little bit, but mostly Nashville. And then um, I was in New York for eight years after high school to dance. And mm. then I, three years ago, I moved to Los Angeles and so, mm. yes, that's my background and I guess my family background. Uh, my parents are like very artistic and very, mm. um, very, really sweet, amazing, loving, extra loving people. Mm, amazing. Beautiful. Yes, yes. Beautiful. And what are your pronouns and what do they mean to you? My pronouns are she, her, and I think, um, I feel really connected to my feminine energy at this moment and this time uh, and I have for a while and I think that we all have um, a little bit of both the yin and yang within everything there's a feminine and a masculine energy and some mm. is balanced some is more than others and uh, I really resonate with my feminine side at this moment. Mm, beautiful what's your sexual orientation in this moment and what does that mean to you yes so my sexual orientation in this moment is mostly straight ish I mean I don't uh like putting any labels on that because I have been open to everything in the past but right now I I don't it's just naturally been mostly straight I guess <laughs> yeah 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 Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And I'm really interested. Could you tell me a little bit about what you what you do in the world, what your work in the world is, what your purpose in the world is? Just a little bit of an insight into the world of Charlie Ann Max. Yes. So <laughs> it's yes. So it's my uh, I'm a multidisciplinary artist and it is my mission and purpose to connect to our most pure selves. So mm. everything that I aim to create, uh, there's an, a feeling of that connection, or I hope that it brings a feeling to connect us deeper to who we are and our true selves in our being right now, which I feel mm. our body is our home for this lifetime. So establishing a connection to that uh, is really important to me. And uh, so I started a project called Food, F-U-D-E, mm. And it's a nude um, plant-based food project. And mm. it's, to me, food and plant-based, well, plant-based food and nudity uh, have a deep connection and a pure connection. And to me, it's an alchemic celebration of our most natural self. So mm. I think it's really important to, uh, I, I, I guess my passion is, really connecting to our most natural pure self <laughs> so that's that beautiful yeah. <laughs> and what does food um like on a on a practical level like what are, what's the work that you're doing with that 
So it's a liberating space that celebrates our most pure selves through uh, soul nourishing food, art, nudity, and self love. And so mm-hmm. I feel like there, well, there is a lot of different avenues to achieve this connection and idea, but it's always based around nudity for me. And that's mm-hmm. the spot I'm in in this moment. And I think that there's this raw vulnerability that's connected to the nudity to kind of feel so much more so deeply so quickly without anything attached. And Mm. recently I've gotten into um, working with this theme, Untethering, and Mm. I later found the book, The Untethered Soul, and that was really impactful for me uh, because Mm. as we untether from all these things and kind of break a break away from the chain and strip down to me that's the nudity and that's what it represents as well Mm. um and so recently (laughs) yes recently i've been doing uh yes (laughs) some experiential dinners uh which have been really special and um it's been a really nice form of i guess um i i how it started really was Uh, My dinners used to be a lot more, um, I guess, like lax. I didn't require nudity. It was very, um, it it was like family style meals. It wasn't so intentional, but it was amazing. I would have paint parties, clay nights and different things of gathering. And a lot of times I was mostly the one that was fully naked. (laughs) I never was like kind of halfway naked or whatever. And then uh, recently, throughout the past two years, I started food two years ago through the pandemic. And at the time it was mostly an online space. And so I was creating plant-based recipes in the nude and my natural state. And that was super fun. But then recently in the last year or so, I've come across uh, a huge limitation with my work and what I can share on Instagram. And, um, Mm as I was also working on untethering my Instagrams, either my food uh, project Instagram, which is currently taken down for the last few months, or my Mm. main one, Charlie Ann Max, was taken down. And it was just each time I was like, okay, what's what's the lesson? I understand that the universe is taking this away from me. Why? Or maybe not even why. What what do I need to grow and what can I move forward with here? And each Mm. time I would learn a really beautiful lesson and then I'd get taken away. And then the moment I'd learned that lesson, I'd get it back. And then like two days I'd have it and it's taken no! away again. And, <laughs> and it's, <laughs> but honestly, through all of that, I'm super grateful for Instagram taking down my work because it forced me to create a really um, intentional space in mm because the spaces that I can create with others and that I can be a part of, there's no limitation. And I don't need to limit myself based off of a social media platform. And so Mm. I started thinking about the perfect in real life experience that I'd want others to experience with me um, in person. And it's, Mm. it start to finish. It's been a really beautiful journey. And so I work with uh, a lot of different facilitators from diverse industries to really mm. help us connect deeper. So that includes breath work, chanting, meditation, sound baths, uh, writing prompts. Uh, I mean, I'm so open to so much right now. So it's, it's mm. been a really beautiful collaboration between everybody involved. And I'm so, so oh. grateful for this space. 
Oh my god, yes. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's just <laughs> No, I love it so much because I've been watching you from afar for a while and every time I'm like, oh my god, I'm like so obsessed with this girl's content and like everything she stands for. And then like your account would just go missing for a while. <laughs> But wait, I can't show the people. I need to show the people. And then when you messaged me and you were like, I'd love to come on the podcast. It has like, I don't know, like some similar tones. And I was just like, yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm so happy about this. This is so great. Um, Because it's just been like when I saw you were doing those naked dinners and just the like aesthetics and like the energy behind what you're doing is so different to anything else that's out there and it's just like really really incredibly beautiful um and I just yeah am in awe of the work that you're doing and putting out in the world and I think it's so beautiful and I think it's so courageous and um yeah and and the Instagram censorship thing is really is is such a uphill battle like I've had a little bit of an experience with that um like my account's been taken down a couple of times um but I can't even imagine when yeah (laughs) when yeah And, and how how do you get it back or how have you gotten it back um, I've uh, just appealed it or like images have been taken down or, um, the accounts just disappeared and then it's yeah come back online like a uh, 24 hours later or something. But images have been wow. taken down maybe like, I don't know, like five or six times. And I've been like, oh my God, oh my, like just living in fear of like what, and I've, and the things I've posted haven't even been. Um, necessarily I didn't think breaking the Instagram guidelines like one time I was on um, uh, another podcast uh, authentic podcast with Julia Allen and I did in my stories just a link to to listen to the podcast and there's because there's authentic sex in the name of the podcast that Mm. story was taken down but her page was fine so I think it's just because my page was shadow band or whatever I was on the (laughs) blacklist of it I don't know it just makes no sense and I'm just like this is so stupid yeah (laughs) I think there's a it's really annoying and it's interesting a lot of like I'm kind of over it I'm like working with it now I have this app where well each time I keep trying different things I'm like blurring it out blurring it out like crazy doesn't work account still deleted and then no. i'll take like i'll put um, then i started putting the bird emojis i'm like okay i'll put the large bird like dove emojis on it still got deleted i i just it's it's yeah. an interesting thing where i'm like okay what's the universe trying to tell me here <laughs> yeah <laughs> just put yeah. investment into other spaces but totally it's, i've i yeah, I actually, like, the first few times it got deleted, I refused to believe that my Instagram was gone because it, it's also a scary thing, too, because a lot of my work is on Instagram or that's how yeah. I make a living and that's how I get work and I didn't have representation for a long time. And mm. so any time I've had work, it's like... I, which is so dangerous for me because I had such a, like, a tether, a tie to this uh, this platform to survive like my survival Mm. is dependent and I have contracts that have been canceled because my Instagrams have been down and it's just it's been a really Mm. interesting process so 
that's why I'm like, okay, I can't rely on something so heavily. And it's a really good lesson within itself. And that was one of the lessons. And then I got my Instagram back as I'm like, I release Instagram, wake up. And then yeah. I have, I went on, I actually went on LinkedIn because I, Instagram wasn't messaging me. I wasn't even allowed. They didn't allow me to appeal to get my account back. Uh, they don't, mm. it's like, I'm completely blocked from that. And wow. so I went on LinkedIn and found every person that would be open to the work that I create and just have a really honest message to send about the work that I create and why I do it and the importance it is to me. And I found mm. this one amazing girl who has been helping me each time get it back. But oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh. But, but this last one is if there's anyone out there for Instagram, I think yeah. all you have to do is just submit a ticket. And but this last one, I think she tried. And for whatever reason, they said, like, food can't come back. So <gasps> we'll see. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I will. I'm not, I don't want to put that too much we out don't in the universe. Say that. But. No, no, we don't say that. We don't say <laughs> that. Wow. What what about um, did you have any involvement in the, the creation of Sunroom? Yes, For some reason, I, I thought you were involved room. in that. Yes, yeah. I was. And I was posting, however, this is, and over the last few months, I, and as I started to put more energy into creating in-person experiences, I just got so over posting. Yeah. I'm just, at the moment, I'm really over it. It's just, uh, yeah. I, I'm working on getting back onto all the platforms, but it's like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it takes a lot of effort and work to curate the events that I've been curating. And right now I'm in London and I just did one yesterday in London and mm. it was amazing. And I'm, these are the spaces that I really care about. Mm. Um, so I've been putting a lot of work into that. How, and just, I don't know, there's something that I need. There's a block within like social media right now. And just the idea of being on my phone, I've been trying to be more present. And I find that when I'm on my phone posting and doing that, it's, it takes a lot of, uh, like, it takes a lot out of me sometimes. And it used to yeah. not always be like that. But I think just maybe the, the challenges I've faced so far, it feels really limiting. And I don't feel limited in the work that I'm able to create in person. So I've been putting mm. a lot of more emphasis on that. However, it has been a really beautiful tool, Instagram, with connecting with people all around the world. Mm. And like that, I've been able to connect with so many people that want to experience the experiences where they are or if I'm going and traveling to a place and just kind of mm. like throwing it out in the universe. Like, should I come here? Should I come here and see who yes. responds? And uh, to have like it was 18 beautiful women yesterday uh, and a trans oh. man, <laughs> it was just a yeah. beautiful group of people, and uh, it was it was just it was amazing. And I that I Instagram, I have all to thank for that connection oh. because without social media platforms, it, it I I don't think that would have been possible. So it's like this interesting duality between like Instagram and this disconnection with my work, but also connection. So yeah. 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 Oh, oh my goodness. And what about um, to the events that you host? Are they specifically for women and gender nonconforming or, or trans people? Or is it are men, are men allowed to? Like, what's the vibe? So at first it was everyone except for straight men. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yeah. I needed I needed a second to navigate that. Yeah, because yeah. Because I just wanted. To, I'm a yeah. I I've come a long way with my self acceptance and my body and being like unapologetically myself. Or I practice mm-hmm. being unapologetically myself in every space I walk into, or being comfortably uncomfortable and. Uh, so I don't, I don't feel bothered. Anyone can be around me and I can be totally naked or whatever. Mm. However, in curating a space where especially I f- like making sure everyone's safe, uh, I wanted to make sure that I navigated that and had a good, uh, I guess, format with what I was creating in this intentional, vulnerable space where I was requiring nudity for everyone before mm-hmm. I started to enter in. Uh, and add in straight men or open it up to everyone. Mm. Um, but at f- I, and I think because women have felt so much shame for so long, it it's, uh, I wanted to make sure that I had that like on check first. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. So, and so I actually did open it up for my last event that I had in LA a few weeks ago. I opened it up to everyone and it was, uh, it was amazing because I think Mm. it's so important for both. I think it's important for all genders and everybody to experience this because one with us being in a space where there are straight men naked, not being sexualized. I think it's so important because we're often sexualized if we're in our naked purest form. And to Mm. me, it's like we're born naked and the rest is drag. <laughs> Shout out yes. to <laughs> um, Yes. Um, but uh, being in a space, uh, sexual energy is gorgeous energy and it's creation. But I think being in a space, it's like a lot of times women have only been. Um, hello. Hello. I can hear you. Oh, OK. You went away. <laughs> Oh, weird. Okay, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you can hear me. I'm here with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Women, a lot of times people experience nudity when they're about to have sex or they're going in the shower and there's not a lot of like normality and actually experiencing our most natural self. So I Mm. think it's extremely important for everyone to be in this space, not sexualized and I do believe, yes, we are such sexual beings where we come from sex sex and creation. That's how we're here. And I think it's our strongest energy, but it's not our only energy. And it's not Mm -hmm. the only thing we do. And we're not only sexual beings. So uh, connecting nudity with other practices of dance, of yoga, of singing, toning, breath work, all eating together, naked, Mm -hmm. just sitting in our purest form. It's... it's, uh, I think it's a really important and a really, really cool, unique experience. Oh, I love that so much. I feel yeah. like there's, yeah, there's like such an, um, there can, there can be such an innocence to it. And I, I found, um, in spaces where I've also been with, with men and like, like I've done multiple kind of workshoppy spaces, um, of a, not the same, but of a similar nature. And oftentimes men can be, like straight men can be some of the most vulnerable in those spaces as well. And it's actually really beautiful to witness. Yeah. Yeah. What's come up is a lot of men are like, what if I get hard? And I'm like, 
that's that's natural. That's okay.、Mm. But I think it's a great、uh, thing to channel if that's an energy you can feel. But work with that energy and move it up to your、mm. higher energies, or which、mm. is creation, and channel that into something. Different, and I think it's a beautiful opportunity to do that. And there was a I went to Aniwa, which is a native gathering, and、mm. um, I went a few months ago. And there were natives from around the world, and there's this one tribe, and they do naked dances for a celebration of life in the body. And they were talking about when they do the women's dance and the men's dance. But when the women would dance, all of the younger men would get like very turned on and hard, and like feel towards the older women. And、mm. all of the men would just look at them and laugh because it's something that you grow like move past or grow towards or away from, or I guess not away from, but you you move. Like forward and、uh, kind of learn how to channel that in a different、mm. way, and where you're not like sexualizing the body. And I think that's a natural ex- instinct to do, especially with our our world and how it's built.、Mm. So. Wow,、yes. that's so fascinating. It was really interesting. Wow, it's all yeah. It's all just to do with. I mean. What I'm perceiving that to be is like in our society, it's like there's so much shame and stigma and like, like wronging of the of the naked form and and it's like most purest form and that that therefore makes us feel like oh my god if I'm in the space am I gonna like what's gonna happen I don't have any like like you know it's it's so unknown and so there's this fear of like anything could happen and and that and that to be sexual is to be shameful and it should only happen behind closed doors and and、mm. when it's liberated when it's like brought to the light when it's like in, like celebrated there's just such a different energy around it and it makes perfect sense that like as you evolve as a human being and and as a man or as a woman it's like it's less of a um Pent up, you know, like hormonal thing. It's just like,、mm-hmm. wow, that's so beautiful. That's so like, you know, like the human the human form has so many different,、um, yeah, attributes.、Facets、What do I want? Yeah, facets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And and it was really nice to be in a room. I my last dinner, I had forty people attend, and it was.、Um, It was a mix. I think there was maybe around ten men and thirty women,、mm. uh, and it was、uh, that was a really cool thing. And it was like it was almost more. I don't know. There are a lot of reasons why it could have been a lot more、uh, like intense, but it was so much more intense with everyone in there. It's just because we're、mm. all in this space, and it's not. It's not. It's very kind of foreign for a lot of people, and so to be in this new space, most people who come to my events also don't know each other, and that's、mm. a thing. Some people will message me and be like, "I'm coming alone.、Uh, my friend couldn't come with me. Is that okay?" And I'm like, "Are any? Is anybody else coming alone?" And I'm like, "Everyone." <laughs> yeah. Which is a cool thing to not know really anyone. You're coming into this new space. You're naked, and you're like, "Well, we're all in the same boat." Yes, <laughs> yes, I love that. I feel I almost feel like it would be easier to come alone to to that because you can just literally be whoever you want to be and just be like,、mm-hmm. "Here I am." I think it's it's like if you've got if you bring someone in from the world that <laughs> just like knows you so well, it's like you're aware of them and and yeah, I can imagine it would be liberating to come、yeah. on your own and yeah, super. 
Yeah. And it's weird too. A lot of my like dear best friends have not been yet. I'm like, it just mm. it doesn't work out. Like everyone has a random shoot. I'm like, you have a shoot at 6 p.m. that you can come. They're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, it's been like a random thing. I'm like, okay, I guess like once the event is like gorgeously perfect and luxurious, maybe that's when the universe yeah. will be like, it's time for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're ready now. We're ready to host mm-hmm. them now. Do you do all the do you do all the all your own cooking for it as well? Yes, yeah. And amazing. then uh, now I'll have volunteers come help cook and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. So mm-hmm. I what I like doing is whatever theme each each event has a theme. Like last night was the law of attraction. So mm-hmm. I connected and considering the the season as well and what we need for our bodies I connected what foods that I thought would go well with law of attraction and so Mm. each course represented uh, a chakra Mm. and I thought that was good for alignment and um, you know bringing stuff flowing energy between like all of our bodies and uh, so that was really really lovely (laughs) but yeah it's I love that so much. This is just absolutely stunning. This episode has been brought to you with the support of Underlina. If, like me, you live in New Zealand and struggle to find chic, sexy lingerie, you'll be delighted to know that the search is over. I've found it. The most beautiful undergarment collection that ever lived. Underlina sources sensuality by way of luxury lingerie from international brands otherwise not available in New Zealand. I got some of the most delicious sets last week and they have given me a seriously sexy pep in my step. The materials and designs are beyond and every time I slip them on, it feels like the most delicious act of self-love. Underlina is open online 24-7 at underlina.com. That's U-N-D-E-R-L-E-N-A dot com. And if you want the in-person experience, the Wellington showroom is open by appointment only. You're welcome, everybody. Wow. Okay. All right. So I know you're an advocate for body positivity. I'd love to hear more around your journey with this. Yes. So uh, (laughs) I grew up as a dancer. I was dancing and training in ballet and modern. And I went to various different ballet schools. And uh, I faced a lot of uh, shame around my body always growing Mm -hmm. up. And I was tiny. I uh, struggled with body dysmorphia and just not feeling like comfortable in my skin. And I think it was also such a toxic space for so many women because we're constantly staring at ourselves in the mirror, comparing each other to one another. Everyone's going through eating disorders and all these different things. And it it was just such like a, it it was a really intense space and that really had a large effect on me. Uh, But at the same time, it was also an extremely liberating space too, to be in uh, dance and be able to kind of express yourself through your body and movement. So Mm -hmm. it, it was interesting with that. Uh, I've come, uh, so I, I started dancing when I was three and then I moved to New York to train at the Joffrey Ballet and mm. I fractured my spine. And so oh my I, 
Yes, it was February 14th, 2014. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I slipped. I know. I slipped down concrete and iced down multiple stairs, but I'm so grateful for it. And mm. I could have continued to dance, but at the moment I kind of fell out of love. I danced at the, uh, at the time. So I uh, started to kind of be like, all right, well, well, what am I going to do now? (laughs) Like, what should I do? And I have a lot of family in fashion, so I just kind of moved in that direction. Mm. And I don't know where or what it was, but I would wear, like, large clothing, and I was so tiny. And, Mm. like, it's so crazy how much love I have for myself now in this moment. And, like, it, it was just, it's such a difference. But Uh, I think that I started to kind of explore life without dance and dance had been so a part of me for so long since I was three and it was Mm -hmm. an intense schedule dancing from rehearsals and classes all the way to like 10 at night a lot of nights and Mm. having a new life without that was really um, it was very liberating to step into a new freeing space where I didn't feel that. And so I started to connect with a lot of new people who weren't in the dance world and started to kind of, I went through a big partying phase. Mm. <laughs> so I got really wild yes. and through that phase, um, it, it was extremely beautiful because I started to, I just think I was so like controlled in some places that I finally had this freedom that I had not experienced my whole life and Mm. so I don't know when exactly I experienced being naked with a group of people but I think I was like with a few of my best friends at the time or my roommates and we were naked hanging out and I just felt so liberated and so free and Mm. I just started being naked all the time because of how like (laughs) it was like this un uh, like I don't know, like literally untethering, stripping away of everything and that freedom that I felt recently, Mm. though, I've really kind of uh, it took me a while to start dancing again. And recently I started to connect with dance and movement. And uh, Mm. what I found is that discipline that it gave me really when you're able to have um, discipline it, you can be even more free, I think. And mm. like, as I start to learn how to discipline myself again, after having this like years of like no discipline, I guess, or it was disciplined, but not as like, I dance was so structured and I had school and then dance and dance and like every day mm-hmm. it was over and over. And then after that, there was none of that. And I just kind of did whatever, had like just was partying, living my life, exploring all of that embracing this new change and then uh Mm. recently i've come into understanding like or getting back into a disciplined state and how beautiful that is and what that has taught me to within freedom (laughs) Mm, amazing 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 and and you do um I love what you're saying around that. I feel like there there can be such a, a pendulum. I know in my personal experience of it, like I really resonated with what you were saying around being so disciplined and then almost going pendulum swinging the other way to just like pure like wildness and freedom. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm at a space now where I'm kind of happy, like I'm ready to sort of meet in the middle a little bit and, and actually call upon all of those learnings around like what, what you know, bring in that like stability and that discipline within this like dance and this freedom and it's it, it can be yeah so much more liberating I feel like it's something that I'm journeying through at the moment yeah. so yeah I can resonate yes. it's beautiful um and yes. uh, you're a model as well 
Is that the work, mm-hmm. a lot of the work you do? Yeah, yes. I I started modeling when I moved to LA and that was kind of an interesting thing for me too. And that, that has been a huge part of my self-acceptance as well mm. because I used to hate photos of myself. I didn't want them. And uh, I think as I started to... I don't know. I I started to get a little curvier and then I was naked all the time. And then I had Mm. friends who were like, can I shoot you naked? And I'd I'd feel super uncomfortable with that. I'm like, no, this is just for us. (laughs) And then eventually I was like, okay. And I think um, I started to a little bit in that uh, I shot with my friend Caroline and she took a few nude images of me. And uh, I think one we did, like we took photos on the beach and it was like in Montauk in freezing weather in mm. December and I got naked and it was just so liberating and freeing. And that mm. photo ended up getting viral and it's still going viral now to this Amazing. day. It's such an interesting thing. But from that photo, I got so much uh, like I so many people wanted to work with me from mm. that. And I thought that was interesting. So I, it was an interesting thing because I had to force myself to give up that control over my body and my image, mm. because when a brand takes photos of you, one, you're in the space and you're, uh, you kind of have to have a confidence or develop a confidence. So what I did was I faked it till I made it. And mm-hmm. it was a really amazing thing to kind of learn how to model. And then the second part of that being in a space where like all cameras are on you, you have to perform for whoever you're like, you just have to make it good. And I was at first, I did not feel comfortable. I felt so Mm. insecure. I had a lot of shame of like, oh, what did I, did I look okay? And I I dealt with that kind of like self hate Mm. for a long time. Um, And then eventually modeling really helped me a lot. And it taught me a lot about um, self-love and body positivity in general because I had to kind of learn how to love these images and learn how to love myself and be okay with these images going out even if I thought it was the ugliest photo of me and uh, Mm. so I started practicing and just being like if someone showed me a photo and I didn't feel like I I looked good which is it's me it's always I I, we're all beautiful always Mm, but I would just be I started practicing even if I didn't feel it and just be like I love it it's beautiful set it off and then eventually eventually I started to can actually feel that and connect and I'm like I I could be like making the ugliest face and the ugliest pose and I'm like period (laughs) I love it I love it. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, it's a nice, it's a nice place to come to because I think we are all such beautiful beings Mm. and every part of us is so gorgeous and being able to feel comfortable and beautiful at any time. It's just in all times, it's, it's, it's so uh, liberating and important. (laughs) So, oh. Oh my God, Charlie, this is just like medicine, (laughs) medicine for my heart hearing you say that. Mm -hmm. I just feel like um, it's a really, really important message for like not only just myself hearing it, but just for everyone. I know I can be so critical um, and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people around me can be very critical about ourselves. I'm like, oh, don't post that. That's gross. Or like, I need to edit my face or whatever it is. It's like, oh no, I need to look through those images before it's posted. And I just love that um, affirmation or that just like realization that like it's all beautiful and 
you know, like I love it and it's beautiful is just like the best little mantra. And I'm going to adopt that yeah. immediately after this because even for this, sh- yeah. even for this shoot of finger food, I like had, like wanted to get a few um, press images of myself and I was like, <gasps> I hate them. And then I went into this show and I was like, uh, what? No, Stacey, like, no. I love it. No, it's beautiful. And, <laughs> yes, I love it. It's beautiful. And it's also what you're creating and what good. you're showing too. Yeah. And it's yeah. also nice. I, like people come into what I really like about the dinners and what I'm creating. Everything, every step that I've experienced through my, like myself, through my transformation in finding my home and my body mm-hmm. as my home and being comfortable in it. It's like everyone feels that a part of them. And it's such a nice, mm. beautiful thing to witness and be a part of. And even at the dinner yesterday, it's like, I mean, it's such a range and it's so um, it's so diverse. And I really try to include everyone because mm. seeing all different bodies, we realize what are we going to like, what do we need to just get stuck there and like get so like wrapped up in and suffer Mm. with it. It's, there's Mm. no need. We just need to let it go and let it flow. Cause what's the worst. And it's, it's very empowering. Cause it's like, what someone's going to say I'm ugly and why, Yeah, (laughs) you know, like great. Dot, dot, dot. Like what? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. It's so, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because like, yeah, someone's going to say I'm ugly and what? That is literally the worst thing that could happen from it. But this, it's just yeah, so it's like, instilled <laughs> in us. And I'll, absolutely, thank you. Thank you for like commenting on me. <laughs> but it's literally. It, yeah. <laughs> thank you for paying attention to my body. Um, but yeah, it's so interesting because that is the worst that could happen. But there's this, we've built this culture on it, you know, like we've built the society on like these beauty standards and like what's appropriate and what's not. And, and, and it's just so jarring and <laughs> suffocating. Yeah. And then if you just look at it, like what's the worst that can happen? Someone will think I'm ugly, whatever. Like it's so simple. <laughs> Yeah, Yet it's yeah. such mind conditioning and like yeah, so much like generational mind conditioning. Like it it goes back and back and back and it's just, yeah, it's so interesting to look at it just so simply and, and yeah, really beautiful um, around just coming together and with a whole array of like diverse body shapes and sizes and from all like ages and stages and you're just like, this is just we're just all yeah. animals. <laughs> oh, it literally, and what? Yeah, it, it, it. What do we need to worry about? Nothing. Mm. Life moves on. There is mm. so much more to continue and get through our day. We don't need to get held up in the little things at all. Yeah. And there was actually yeah. yesterday someone at the dinner mentioned it was super cute, and she was like, you know, I used to really. Uh, not like my stomach and so she was like I forced myself every day to say I love you stomach you're beautiful and then eventually yes. like she felt it <laughs> it's oh. literally like honestly the fake it till you make it really works if you don't feel it at first just keep on doing it like look at yourself yes. and tell yourself you're beautiful tell yourself you are mm. loved and all of these cheesy things but it really honestly it does wonders it works yeah (laughs) yes good reminder really good reminder thank you charlie that's amazing (laughs) um and oh yeah 
I had a question around obviously the work that you're doing like in modeling some of it is nude some of the like the work that you're producing for food there's like film I guess my question is um around the difference between like I guess nude art and pornography and what your views on pornography are and and um and yeah how they coincide and um yeah anything you have to say around that yes uh pornography is great however I think a lot of naked imagery we have is around pornography at the moment or in previous times and Hmm. so I think that has really created a huge sexualization to the naked body and Hmm. so that's why I being uh, modeling in my natural natural state is so important to me and using my body as that instrument to kind of show and be uh like like a, a be significant to what it actually yes we can be sexual and sexualize ourselves, but that's not it and I think it's really important to show other ways of being naked and showing ourselves without the sexualization towards it and mm. I, yeah I think um yeah Por- yeah pornography it's a way and it's a cool way but it's not the only way is the mm-hmm. thing cool Love that. I really love that. I really love that. Have you done, did you do any work with Erica Lust? I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Erica Lust. Yeah, I did. She reached, her team reached out to me to do a, a set of, or a few, like, I guess, recipe videos for aphrodisiacs, which is yes. really cool. Mm. And back on that, it's, um, to me, I think, uh, like, I guess I, I started to get aphrodisiacs are just a way, like, eating these foods help you connect to yourself deeper. Like, mm. cinnamon is igniting that fire within you and getting you hot or chili mm. peppers or, like, it, it's fun tools to use and what you're consuming to get a different sensation in your body. And mm. so that was a really beautiful, fun project for me. And I also think, too, sex is a also another tool to connect to the divine. And it's mm. the like when I had my, I guess, uh, large, it was like a, my uh, spiritual awakening. It was through a like, I guess it turned sexual after, but it was like a through a sexual situation in the end. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. we can feel these things in our bodies after and just things opened up in a different way as I began to explore that world too. And it's, it's a really beautiful mm-hmm. uh, tool. And I think pairing it with certain foods and things that help you connect deeper to yourself and kind of like, I don't know, there's different foods that you have that are your body's working. It thins out your uh, like your water's flowing, everything's flowing. Mm. It just helps the circulation in your body move quicker, like watermelon or all these amazing things. It, yes. Mm. So Erica Les partnering with her, that was a really beautiful collaboration. And then I wanted to include some other artists. So we made some informational documents with my friend Sophia on it. And mm. uh, it was a really, really fun project to do. Amazing. And, um, how are you feeling about sex and pleasure in this stage of your life right now? 
So I was extremely sexually active for um, like my early 20s, very. Mm. <laughs> and uh, it's again another like pendulum swing. <laughs> um, right now, I think after I started uh, to connect to myself, I, I felt a lot of shame of what I've done and what I put my body through for a little mm. bit. And I went through uh, like some of it was shameful. Some of it was like, okay, this is a new stage that I'm moving through. So then I took a moment uh, and I went on a sex cleanse after having so much sex. And mm. um, it's, it, uh, it, that really changed my life. And I kind of started to view sex in a different way because now I feel like my body is so sacred and my energy is so sacred and special. And to be able to share that mm. with someone it's uh, like it's a beautiful act of love and trust. And when right now, I don't know that I could have multiple partners like I have in the past. And that has mm -hmm. always been uh, a thing for me. I was kind of mostly always open and very fluid. And mm -hmm. recently I've connected to kind of um, just taking care of what comes in myself and being more conscious about what I'm consuming, whether mm. it's relationships, food, relationships to anything, just mm. taking a moment of like, okay, before I'm about to do this, what is this for me now? I'm a little more free with it. If it comes up, it comes up, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, like it's a little more sacred and special for me now at this point in my life. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. How old are you now? Do you mind me asking? Yes, I'm 28. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And yes. with all of the wisdom that you've gained throughout all of these 28 years on planet Earth, I'm wondering what, um, what would you tell your younger self? Um. One, uh, treat everyone you meet as if they're God in drag. And two, <laughs> yeah, because we're all extensions of love, which to me, God is love, love is God or the universe. And so that's all the extensions of us. And we're all mirrors of each other. And when we treat others with respect, we treat ourselves with respect. And when we treat ourselves with respect, we treat others with respect. And mm. another thing is just to let it go it's not that serious ever oh, <laughs> and it will yes. always work out <laughs> yeah everything's always okay <laughs> yeah. yes that's so beautiful i love those amazing and last question very important question what's your favorite finger food Ah, favorite finger food. <laughs> um, I forgot about that question. <laughs> Let me think. I got. I like trying a lot of different things, but favorite finger food. I need a second. <laughs> um, favorite finger food. Maybe like a like a. I like little bites, like a mushroom pesto mushroom bite. Ooh. or something <laughs> or like another That's... one I always love making is a cucumber like creamy cucumber bite something Ooh. like refreshing and yummy or like some pomegranates I don't know <laughs> so much. Yes, keep going like keep going all. all of it she loves a platter 
Yes, exactly. I love a little bit of a mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. Oh, Charlie, thank you so much for your time and yeah sharing all of your insights and i wish that we could talk forever and ever and ever and ever but i'm trying to keep the podcast to 45 i know <laughs> um, i have been? many <laughs> many more questions that i want to ask you but no um this has been so wonderful and yeah i'm really grateful for your time and um your wisdom and yeah Yes, thank you so much. I'm super grateful for you and thank you for having me on this. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for dining with Finger Food. If you liked this conversation, you can tip your maitre d' by subscribing, leaving a review and sharing this podcast with your friends. If you want to find more of my podcasts, go to stacyogorman.com. Stay safe, stay sexy. See you soon. 